The program we are about to present is a report on the gay liberation movement. Betches Media presents Gay, 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 and Lesbian Homosexuals Come Together. Twyla, Twyla, Twyla. Everyone's gay. Bless God and bless the gays. Hi, guys. I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith. I don't think I like that fucking face you made. It was a, it was a new one. And it this was- is everyone's gay. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I, Brian is already fucking throwing shade at me. I liked that. Hi guys. I don't know that you did. That was fun. It was just it. When you throw me for a spin, I get. Oh, I'm I, I'm just shocked that you still surprised me. I gotta keep a bitch on her feet. You really do. You keep me on my you fucking know, feet. I gotta keep a bitch on her feet. Okay, so we have so much to talk about. We really do. We have an interview with writer Doyle at the end of this podcast. We got a dope ass listener question that we do with writer and it was a great interview so make sure you stick around for that so we have a new t-shirt wow we have two we have two t-shirts yes one is white and it is just a nice plain white tee which nothing looks better than a guy in a plain white tee but it's but it's not just a plain white tee. i'm getting to the 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 judge okay obviously will you tell them then I know. I was worried that you weren't. No, <laughs> I wasn't saying know? it's a we're plain white tee. <laughs> we're Kanye. Fuck we're you. selling. Okay. Yeah, and they're one hundred forty-two dollars. Yeah. That's not how much they cost. But that's not how much our everyone's gay tee costs. No. Okay, it's a white tee, and it says everyone's gay on the collar. We're like on the collar, the pocket, on the pocket, and it's in red, and not I black. It. I love it, and it looks like it's stitched in. It's beautiful. I love a stitched in. Yeah. So, if you want it, you should get it. Also, what's cool about it is. I feel like when you go to Pride or you go to gay events, you don't like, you want to support a community or support and shout that you're gay. But when you go to like gay Pride parties and you're wearing the most flamboyant, crazy thing. This is subtle. This is subtle. And this is like classy. Sweet, cool and classy. And, mm-hmm. and it's everything that um, a classy gay I, you know bitch what? should I aspire would wear, to. I'm going to wear this. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to wear like tight, jeans like light colored jeans wear this white tee but like put on a fun makeup like maybe like really go like crazy there and then have my everyone's gay tee maybe some fun pants maybe some some shit in my hair yeah it's like a good tee if you wanted to wear like gold pants yeah leather pants yeah there you go you can you can make your pants your statement with this one but you buy it for pride then you just wear it around and then it's like what does your shirt say oh everyone's gay (laughs) ha ha that's funny that's great be like oh that's one of my favorite podcasts well, wow. Wow. I just like illustrated this whole wow. fucking thing. And now, situation. and thank you guys so much for doing that for us. Yeah. And we also, appreciate that support, so support much. gay podcasts and buy t shirts. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? Stop listening to fucking murder things unless it's the betches one. You know what I'm doing for the presidential, the primary with the Democrats? Shocker. I'm a Democrat. Um, I'm buying, instead of, I mean, I'm also donating, but mostly I'm just buying t shirts to whatever, for whatever candidate i bought an elizabeth warren tea i bought a pete Buttigieg tea and i bought a kamala harris tea time to make a decision bitch no it's not i can chill there's time i can chill as well so if you want this t-shirt which i know you do you can get it at betches.co slash everyone's gay tea how do you, you spell tea t-e-e oh that's a good question there you go betches.co slash <laughs> i keep saying slash so weird i'm like slash betches.co slash Everyone's gay tea. T-E-E. Honestly, order fucking today, bitch, and wear it around. Thank you so much. I'd highly appreciate it. Chris, how was your Easter? My Easter was, I don't even know when it was. What was it? Two days ago? Yeah, it was Sunday. 
Um, what did I, oh, so I had a show Saturday, late Saturday night. Honestly, great show. Was very good. Um, is that when you did and your I had job? the closing number? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow! And I, oh wow, bitch, please. Of course I did. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. But also really. Um. Anyway, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do a death drop. You know what I can't fucking do is a death drop. I don't know how to do a death drop, and I should not be doing them. You can really get hurt doing it. And I literally just like leaped into the air and then came crashing onto my entire body, which is <laughs> not a death drop. You, but you do, like, I also knew in my head, <laughs> kind of, but like a, a backflop. Uh, and I knew in my head, I was like, everyone, everyone in the front row will <laughs> see this whole mess. But there was like a bunch of people behind them. So I'm like, everyone else will just see me drop out of frame. Everyone like, was living. Ah! Did they live? Did everyone go? And yeah, of course they lived. And then I woke up the next day and felt like I'd been hit by a Mack truck and kind of still do. I don't um, think it was probably as bad as you thought it was. No, it looked stellar. It felt terrible. Yeah. Um, and then so Sunday, what did I do? Literally, I didn't do anything. I, I couldn't go Did home. you go to church? Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> I always do. Um, <laughs> not just on Easter every day. <laughs> yeah, no, every day. I, will. I wake up at seven every day and go. Do you go to uh, Hellsong? Yeah, Hellsong? I fly to LA and go there. Is there Girl, one here? I, I on Sunday when I was coming back from Easter, I walked past Hillsong Church, like doing a thing at Hammerstein Ballroom. Oh, fancy! Maybe well, it's fucking huge. No, no, thank you. Who knows? Maybe I, I walked by. I was like, "How does it feel to be a part of a cult?" I'm talking I about the Catholic Church. I would love to join. No, I didn't cult. say that, but I should have. I'm prime candidate t- to be talked into. I think I would a lead a cult. I don't think I would join a cult. I would join a cult and then quickly work my way up to the ranks. Okay. And then become like reigning number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's so you'd be the one that truth. like commits the crimes. Yeah, I'm the bad <laughs> bitch that's gonna like knock off the people that are ruining. You're gonna things. one that's gonna. You're you're the one that's gonna poison the town. With the the water exactly. supply, and then not get, I'm and the then Neela. be the main one, yes. and then you're gonna write, bo- and I'll be the main one, and that writes the books, and like people, oh show, people like pray to me. But I'm still the one in the documentary. That's true. I wasn't in the doc. Um, we're talking about what did you do for what's the name of that talker? What's the name? Oh, if you haven't seen Wild Wild Country, that's what it's called. Um, so I was in Fire Island all weekend getting the house ready. You went to some fi- yard work. Eastern Fire Island, oh. you homo. And then I went from Fire Island to New Jersey to my parents' house. But the, the, the funny thing, gag, is I have celiac disease, which is like not serious, but I just don't eat gluten. And it's not an allergy to gluten. It's like a stomach thing. And I think I accidentally ate gluten. And it started hitting me Saturday morning. And by hitting me, I mean my stomach was all fucked up. And then I get to Easter and my family likes to drink and we like to eat and I can't not, not do that. And also conjunctionally at the same time as this stomach thing hit me, I ran out of pot. Oh yes. Which is everyone's worst nightmare. Who's a stoner and gets a stomach issue. Cause that's the time you actually appreciate. I always forget that it helps. You know, it helps so much. Like, not just, like, the fact that you're, like, oh, I'm high, and now my stomach hurts. It's, like, no, now I'm high, and I can eat. But anyways, I get to my, I get to where I'm celebrating Easter, which was at my sister-in-law, or my sister, my brother-in-law's parents. I immediately get in, and I'm, like, I walk up to my sister, and I'm, like, do you have your pen? (laughs) The first thing I ask. (laughs) I walk, and I go hit the pen a few times. The rest of the day was great. I was eating. I was drinking. Nine o'clock hits, and I basically slept in my toilet that night. 
I watch the Kardashians. I watch Game of Thrones. I smoked my, what's it called? Resin. Resin. <laughs> it was a rough night. So that was my Easter. That's how I celebrated the <laughs> resurrection of Christ. Great. You know, it wasn't not great. It was the, the eating and drinking part was fine. But then the repercussions later were not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you didn't go home? No home? No, no family time? No, I would have. I, I'm like for a day, it's three hours. I did and have I a three day weekend. Saturday night. Nice. You know, like I'm just, my birthday is tomorrow when this comes out. I know. Everyone wish Chris a happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you. What is your plan? Do you have a plan? No, I mean, that's my sweet 16. So probably, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't know. Actually, I never really do a big thing for birthdays because it's kind of like a Halloween New Year situation where I'll like get excited about things and then it's always just a letdown. <laughs> yeah, I feel the so same way. So in the way. past like five years, I just kind of. And it's only your 16th birthday. So it's not exactly. like that big of a deal. It's yeah, not like you're turning more. like what? 29? Yeah. Imagine if I was turning 29. Also <laughs> not a big deal. Who cares? Although one year we'll left. do something, we'll do something to celebrate. Um, I had jury duty. I've never had jury duty. What was it like? So, it's not Law and Order. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was fu- so like in Brooklyn, you have to go. You get there at eight thirty in the morning. There's like four hundred people in this giant courtroom. Mm-hmm. You all sit there, and they like tell you what to do, and then they call you like over the loudspeaker one by one. And if you get called, you like go into this room with, it was civil court also. So as soon as they said that, I was like, well, this is boring as hell, which is like people suing people. Um, I mean, you never know. It could be like a fun, rich one. Like, yeah. Yolanda Hadid is suing Bella Hadid for stealing her look. So then they like call you (laughs) into the room. So I'm like, I'm not going to get called. I'll just sit here until, and they say like, you're here until five o'clock. Don't ask us anything. Like you're here <laughs> until five. Um, and so I got called and then you go in and there's like 12 people and they pick, there's only eight on the jury, I guess mm-hmm. for this. So six and then two alternates. So I'm like these actually, uh, like I could very easily get put on one cause they don't care about anything cause it's civil. And, uh, I'm like, I don't want to get put on a jury for a week. And so they pick, 10 out of the like 14 people in the room to interview and I was not one of them. Oh, thank God. And so I just had to sit in the room anyway. Or would you have rather been interviewed? I had all of my answers prepared <laughs> to get off of being on that jury because they give you so many opportunities to just be like, well, if you like, if you can just be like, I hate. No, literally they ask a certain the demographic. last question that they ask is like, okay, so sitting here in this moment, is there are you leaning towards because it's the two lawyers from the case and they'll be like are you leaning towards either one of us at all in any like way we don't need to know why just are you Mm -hmm. and everyone is like no and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you i'd be like yeah i hate your ass (laughs) like and then you're done and there was one woman who so desperately wanted to be on a jury well that's the thing that's why it's also i feel like people it's like a task for people with, with lives People who like enjoy, like have uh, things to do. I'm just like, I can't get that time off. I have things to do. And people who don't are like, oh my God, my civic duty. No, she was like, 
am I on it or not? And they were like, uh, we'll let you know soon. And then when they said that she was, she was like, yes. <laughs> like truly. You're not getting paid, bitch. Um, I mean, maybe she was. Some, you, no, your employer, you get $40 a day. No, but your employer still has to pay you if you're on jury duty, right? It's, it depends. Hers uh. probably did because I know everything about her and I think it did. Uh, but then I'm like, okay, amazing. So they picked everyone on the jury and it was like 2.30. So I was like, great. I'm going to get dismissed and this... And in Brooklyn, they're like, okay, you're dismissed to go back into the giant room and wait to maybe get called on another case. And I didn't. And then at five, I got dismissed and I'm good for eight years. So I did my civic duty. Good for you. Do you feel more patriotic? No. (laughs) It was also about like a woman suing another woman. I literally just gave like full on details, y'all. So we have to edit out something. Yeah. he, He was like. I literally <laughs> might as well have said the name of the people in the case. Uh, in the case, yeah. He, yeah. He, our producer just worked his magic and cut that out. Thank you. Speaking, sorry. Speaking of jury duty, well, it doesn't really have juries and duties and the SCOTUS and the Supreme Court. It was just announced this past week that LGBTQ plus re- protections will be debated by a Supreme Court, which is crazy. So basically, okay, here's here's the tea. Yeah, pretend like you're talking to a four-year-old that knows okay. nothing about the politics. The Supreme Court is made up. I know what a Supreme okay. Court is. I served jury <laughs> duty in one. Okay, so basically, okay. So there is the Federal Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibits sex-based discrimination based upon your sex. And so it doesn't explicitly... Um, call out sexual orientation or gender discrimination. So Mm. there have been other like trials and courts and whatever, whatever they're called like lower circuit shit where they're basically where someone will get fired. There's an example. So here's an example this is so the, the Supreme court is reading three cases. The first one is basically this guy, he was a skydiver. It's called Altitude Express Inc. versus Zarda. This guy, Donald Zarda, skydiving instructor, was fired from his job because of his sexual orientation. Oh my God, that's so gay. Exactly. A federal trial court rejected his discrimination claim. And they said, because they said it does not violate the Civil Rights Act that was passed in 1964. I don't think that's true. Exactly. So he challenged it. And then the, the next court of appeals, so basically you challenge a court goes up and then it goes up until it goes to the Supreme court. Second circuit court of appeals ruled that discrimination based on sexual orientation is a form of discrimination based on sex. It said the court recognized that when a lesbian, gay or bisexual person is treated differently because of discomfort or disapproval that they are attracted to people of the same sex, that is discrimination based on their sex. Basically. So they've been challenged. These person, this person sued them. It went up the thing and now the Supreme Court is reading it and it's also reading two other cases because they're trying to say that this thing basically like you can't discriminate a woman in the workplace or in housing, blah, 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 healthcare, education. This does not apply. But then the other argument is that because it doesn't explicitly say sexual orientation. But then this other argument is it it is sexual orientation because it all it basically it's about your gender. Or who you're, or the gender you're attracted to. So it is sexual, sexual, sex-based discrimination. So the court is gonna look into it, 
and the Supreme Court expects to rule on all these cases by June 2020. However, the Trump-Pence administration has recently threatened to redefine federal sex discrimination through regulations attempting to erase protections for transgender people and has asked the Supreme Court to reverse course and bar LGBTQ people from receiving federal non-discrimination protections. So basically, if you're a gay person... Yeah, let's get a sum up on that. If you're a gay person, you're never not working for your equal rights. If you're a gay person, you can still be fired. If you're an out gay person, you can still be fired in like more than half of the states in this country just because you're gay or transgendered. And there is no federal laws protecting you. Right now, Congress, which has been newly elected as a House Democratic Congress, has the authority to do this. And actually, they introduced a bill called the Equality Act in March, which would explicitly provide clear, comprehensive protections for LGBTQ people across all areas of their life, including credit, employment, housing, education, public spaces and services, federally funded programs, and jury service. Your fucking rights are not guaranteed under our Constitution. If you're listening to this and you're gay... Just know that. So do fucking something about it. You know? What can they do? They can call their Congress people. It's actually not that hard. You know what else you can do is you can register to vote now. So when the time comes, you can help elect people to make sure you're federally protected. Listen, I'm voting. I, I can promise you that because my ass served jury duty. And you know how that happens? By registering to vote. But that should not <laughs> deter you yeah. from doing it. Because honestly, there was a really hot cop in there. Mm-hmm. And I was staring at him the whole time. And he definitely was not with it. You can meet the love of your life at jury duty yeah. if you register to vote. My, fr- <laughs> You could meet the love of your life voting. Oh, my God. Because you know you'd be like-minded individuals who, mm-hmm. I mean, depending on who they're voting for, that <laughs> are striving for yeah, a better just make America. sure you know it's true you should run look listen to brian i don't think i could run oh my god i feel like you paused i think you've been thinking about oh, it i've been thinking about it no i feel like i <laughs> i feel like had i not started a podcast i could who cares <laughs> it's true it's donald, donald trump, trump is but president I, all, but all they're gonna do during my campaign is pay, play these clips of me donald trump crazy was on a reality shit. show for years That's and true. he's president do you want to hear another case president. that they're gonna be ruling on it's interesting it's about a funeral home yeah but make it make it easy to understand you know i'm stupid so this this um person who were this woman a trans woman who was working as a funeral director it's called the case is called rg and gr harris funeral homes versus eeoc and amy stevens she worked as a funeral director at this funeral home rg and gr harris funeral home interesting career choice what a terrible name for a funeral home like why make it like people are why why make it so hard for people to find where someone's funeral is i want my funeral home to be called like glamour (laughs) or just like a simple name so like i can just like if someone is like how do i like someone's i want nasty bitch come come to my dad's funeral oh it's called rg and gr harris funeral homes it's like can you say that again No, this is the one that we're, she's suing. Oh, we're against them. Yeah. Oh, she was the funeral she, director. She was working there. I got it. Okay, so we hate you. Change <laughs> it to glamour. <laughs> when she informed the funeral home's owner that she is transgender, that she was transgender, and planned to come to work as a woman that she is, as the woman that she is, the business owner 
fired her, saying it would be unacceptable for her to appear and behave as a woman. So she sued them. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in March 2018 that when the funeral home fired her for being transgender and departing from sex stereotypes, it violated Title VII, which is the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the federal law prohibiting sex discrimination in employment. And that's the real tea, bitch. Yeah. Anyway, it's important to vote. Also, you know what else is important? We have an interview coming up. Yeah. It's with um, Ryder Doyle. He has his own Netflix show. He has a very impressive career. He has a very impressive career. He's on Barry. On HBO. On HBO. He is on, or he wrote and directed. The show Bonding on Netflix. Yeah, which is coming out today. It's on. It's out. It's out. It's out. You guys can like, listen to his interview and be like oh my god this guy is so funny i love it i need to watch the show anyway that's coming up right after this break today's episode of everyone's gay is brought to you by lisa not the girl the mattress brand lisa knows how important rest is to a better life lisa is the foundation of a healthier happier you All Lisa products have been thoughtfully designed to go beyond creating a comfortable bed and to transform your bedroom into a sanctuary you want to spend time in. Bitch, I love a bed that's like a fort. Like, you know, when you were a kid and you made a fort Mm -hmm. and you just never want to leave it because you feel safe? Yeah. That's what Lisa is to me. Lisa's most popular multi-layer foam mattress is made with premium foams for cooling, contouring, and pressure relieving support contour that face during the day contour that back at night bitch lisa's most advanced luxury hybrid mattress is made with premium foams and springs for enhanced pressure relief with edge-to-edge support the lisa i can't find a man to support me so i'm sorry were you still talking because i was just saying i like feeling supported the lisa hybrid is thoughtfully designed with the best of both worlds Hannah Montana. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I use a mattress for about everything. I eat on a mattress. I sleep on a mattress. I also do all those things. I'm going to be like, wait, what? You do do that? I do do that. You have a beautiful kitchen table. Why are you eating on the mattress? My boyfriend gets mad at me for eating in bed, actually. Mm. Lisa's mattresses are designed for every body. Not only every body. Every fucking body. And you know your girl has got a weird body, and I'm proud of it. But you know what? She needs some fucking support. And on top of all that, Lisa donates one mattress for every 10 they sell through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. That's nice. To date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. Honestly, that's a lot of mattresses. Don't miss out. Live healthier, live happier by resting deeper. Order today and get 15% off your purchase for a limited time at lisa.com gay and use promo code gay. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash gay. Promo code gay. Wait, what's the promo code? Promo code gay. Is it? What is it? Gay. <laughs> and keep in mind that you also get a 100 night risk-free trial plus free shipping and returns. Wow. 100 nights. That's more than most relationships I've had. Mm-hmm. Honestly, what is there to lose? And we're back. And we're joined by... Writer, director, actor, Ryder Doyle. Wow. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, that was Fine. seamless. Yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> right. Thank you so much. Yeah. The power of editing. You won't know that we fucked up right before this. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll leave it in. 
So your I new know, sh- and that's the most important <laughs> thing. I'm judging you, and I'm I'm upset. Oh. Well, you know, we can't please everybody, right? Yeah. Maybe. So your your new show, Bonding, just came out on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, how exciting! Go watch it. Go watch Stop it. Stop listening Stream to this it. and go watch it. <laughs> that's a joke. Well, that's what your PR is for, you know, to make people yeah. go. Oh, you're listening it. to this probably on the train, so when you get home. Oh yeah, when yeah, you, yeah, but yeah, you don't have service right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like people don't kind of sit at home listening to podcasts unless they're. I do listen to podcasts um, when I'm cleaning my home. Yeah, same, 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 same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yard work. Uh, my roommate actually listens to podcasts a lot at home. Yeah, this show is huge for yard work, by the way. People <laughs> yeah. love to do yard work and listen to the show. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all those So it's Bond. Are, yeah. <laughs> the show is Bonding. The show is Bonding. Yeah, plug it, plug it. Bonding. Bonding. Um, why don't you just quickly okay, tell us about so it the on show, Netflix? The, on Netflix. The show is about uh, a recently out... Um, struggling comedian who moves to New York City and he's pretty down on his luck and he gets reacquainted with um, his old best friend from mm-hmm. high school, um, a girl who is secretly a dominatrix and um, she asks him to be her assistant. Wow. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. And this is based on your life, right? Yes, it's based on my real life. So you were an assistant to a dominatrix? I was when I was 22 in New York. I mean, this the show is highly fictionalized. Most of what happens in the show did not happen to me. And I also was not as naive as Pete is <laughs> in the show. Um, but um, yeah, the, the it all it all started from a friend of mine asking me to do that. I would say that it was more of, I was more of a... a supposed to be a witness you know when you Mm -hmm. go to people's homes when you do some off-site work uh you go into someone's home and you need a bit of a witness or someone who could call 911 if things get maybe out of hand oh my goodness yeah that's scary um it was scary the first yeah it was it it felt scary but then what you actually see is that the people that are paying and asking for this um most of the time are people who really have uh, a sense of purpose about what they secretly sexually desire and they would love to see that to fruition mm-hmm. uh, as soon as possible and are happy to have you. Wow. So that I, was like your main responsibility is just making sure that. Yeah. I got sort of, tr- I sort of slightly tricked into doing more. Uh-huh. Um, and um, you, you see on the show, there are, there are versions of that, that, that happen as well. But um, um, many of the men in, particular wanted to be humiliated by having another man be in the room watching them be uh, degraded or whatever it is that they wanted there's so many different oh types of this um and so Wild. That, that was i thought i was just there to like watch the door yeah um and then you're, they're like looking at you being like you know like be disgusted yeah, be like call me yeah a pussy. and i said you know i'm i i was moved your- to new york to be an actor so i was really like trying to um <laughs> you know take it as an exercise mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, yeah, I feel like I could get into that pretty quick if someone was like to grade me. I'd be like, okay, into sir. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, one of the funny things about doing a show like this is that be, it is highly fictionalized, and because of that, I. In re- I used to tell this as a big party story, you know, when I would go to people's homes and I would like, they'd be like, oh my God, tell the story about the time they were at the Dominic, whatever. And I would tell this really long, um, like intense, amazing story about my first experience with it. And, um, I eventually, over the years, 
especially now with the the Me Too movement and gay equality uh, versions of that, <laughs> whatever that may be, um, what I've uh, seen is that it actually ends up being a beautiful home and metaphor for our relationships to uh, our relationship to sex and to shame and the way that the patriarchy has framed um, our existence. Essentially, the penetrated people are the lowly people, mm-hmm. um, and how uh, gay men and women uh, come together to try and uh, fight those battles uh those internalized battles uh with each other yeah well mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of those men deal with like uh feeling the need to be masculine all the time so it just gets them off to be yeah is it like a lot of business yeah 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 business a lot dies. of business not to generalize too much but a lot of finance people mm. um uh. who work in you know very high power high stress situations who make lots and lots of money and i think at the end of the day um want to be uh, tied up and told that they're a piece of shit and that their dick is really tiny. Yeah. Oh, wow. Was it like physical beating shit too? Yeah, there's all kinds of, I mean, and we explore this in the show, but there are all kinds of, um, there are all kinds of, it's not just the thing that we see in popular culture mm-hmm. of like leather BDSM worlds. You know, people have very particular fantasies and I'm jealous of the way that they've worked out their particular, I can't even be that honest with myself about what my particular fantasy is, but, you know, but it's like you get uh, to a very specific place about what you want sexually um, and you pay someone to do it because a normal partner may not be that interested in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the the yeah exactly. The like I like a fake. I like a fake choke. choke yeah. yeah, yeah, just a hand there, slight pressure. Yeah, yeah. you know, like taking my temperature on my esophagus. Mm-hmm. But you know, the minute that we get to like the real choke, I'm like, ouch, you know, whatever. And then we're in we're in another place and getting murdered. If you really want that. Um, and and you can't find a partner who will facilitate those needs. Um, it actually is a very practical and safe and consented way of mm-hmm. having a sexual experience you so desire. Yeah. Does your family know? Yes, they went everything? to all the all the screenings that we had. We went to Cannes, and then we came to we went to a screening in San Francisco, Frameline, and then we won Outfest, which was really lovely. Wow. Um, uh, and they came to them and they were just beaming. And it's also great to have the, my parents in the audience because um, uh, they, it's, a, it's a great joke after mm-hmm. the show when I say my parents are here and <laughs> looks over and they're like, ah, yeah. yes, we did it. He's so weird. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my jokes too. My mom listens to this podcast and then I'll like tell a story about hooking up with an Uber driver in their basement. And I'm like, sorry, mom. Yeah, yeah, my parents feel like it wasn't in their basement. <laughs> it wasn't someone else's basement. <laughs> no, it was in their basement. It was in their bed. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> just kidding. It wasn't really, unless maybe it was. I don't know. So how long did you? How long did you do this for? Off and on for like six months. I wouldn't say it became like a regular job. You mm-hmm. know, it was essentially on a, a needed basis because not every client needs the same thing. In the show, um, it it becomes regular work for the two of them the dominate or dominatrixes in general make a lot of money correct they really do there was one i used to work at a restaurant um in chelsea and there was one that would come in to like meet her Mm -hmm. her clients before things would happen and it was like very clear and i was always like i think that's a dominatrix and she's interviewing or like getting to know these men and then uh someone i know ended up going to her yeah oh, so nice. that is what she is but and she you was can like five hundred dollars for the 
hour. I think. Yeah, like sessions are, you know, there are different amounts that a session could be. It depends if you're going to a dungeon, if you're going to someone's dungeon, home yeah, or that's whatever. Crazy. But also some uh, some clients are left on retainer if like if their need is something that is sort of like weird day to day things like i mean it can be so much as like texting someone or like putting a butt plug in their ass you know that has one of those like oh. shock vibrator mm -hmm. things or whatever and the dominic just just has it the whole day and is like shocking him when he's at work and you know <sighs> there's all kinds of that stuff going on so i mean like you can you know 25 dollars a shock i don't know i don't i, I didn't That's i didn't crazy. know the pricing i just was given 250 dollars in my palm That's and fun. wow very happy if the assistant's it. getting 250 honey yeah you know we live it yeah <laughs> yeah we doing it i have a friend that gets paid gets like 300 dollars sent to her every week just to maintain like a beautiful manicure and she just texts pictures of her fingernails to, to a guy oh to a guy that yeah. just pays her pays her and in addition pays for like amazing cardi b nails for her mm -hmm. right and it's just wow that's i'm a, like that's where can win, i get that win. i know how do you even stumble into that what, that what sounds, craigslist ad am i not on yeah truly yeah. i once saw a craigslist ad for a fluffer on like a porn set oh yeah and it said it paid like fifteen hundred dollars for four hours and i'm i emailed you're giving it away for but i don't free. think they were exactly yeah. i'm like if i'm fluffing people all day anyway i'm yeah. well getting paid for it oh my god so were you out when you moved here to new york or were, did you like I came, come I, out when you came to new york i came out in in new york mm -hmm. such where are you as, from such as the story i'm from new orleans oh wow um and from a super supportive wonderful uh family and uh, I went to Bard College in upstate New York which is a very liberal school um, and essentially my internalized homophobia kept me from coming out yeah. even though everyone knew I was all of us gay from my entire life. <laughs> it was yeah. internal for you oh yeah oh, I thought else. I was the only one yeah <laughs> you know but that made me feel important yeah. but that's a big part actually you know to segue back into this show a yeah. big part of the show is that we feel secrets are so personal and we feel that secrets uh, shame is built on secrets and we we often think that our consciousness or subconsciousness is are the foundation of who we are is built on these secrets and if people know the secrets about our lives then um then then we will cease to be or people will stop loving us and like uh the the thesis that works around the show is like what happens if we all came out in our own way what happens if we all mm -hmm. told each other our secrets um would how would we relate to the world would we be better Mm. Um, if we could let go of all of those things. Um, so that's a big part of what we are trying to explore in the, in the contextualize in this m metaphorical, wonderful, strange leather basket of <laughs> being a dominatrix. Yeah. Do they really wear leather? Only leather dominatrix? Is it like I mean, latex and leather? Yeah, like latex. I mean, like latex and patent leather are easy to clean. Oh. If you go into a dungeon, oh. uh, most of them smell like bleach, and the walls are lined in in these particular materials because they are very easy to clean. I may not to sound oh. too naive, but what is like a what is a dungeon? It's like a literal dungeon. Well. It's like, it's sort of like, I oh. think of like Professor Snape and Harry Potter. Right. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, I mean, it can be. 
But I think of it sort of like um, it's like a home, like a, you know, a house can be anywhere, but a home is where mm. you are. I think you can make a dungeon into any, you know, anything can become a dungeon. This room could be dun- oh, become that's a dungeon. Sweet. Yeah, that's nice, right? Yeah. And by the way, I was thinking we should do something. <laughs> like should we that. dungeon by the end of the show? Can we take down these memes yeah. and these fucking Whip. neon lights and just <laughs> yeah cover the walls? I don't know if you guys talk bags. about what this place looks like a lot, but I mean, I will have a seizure in here. I know, and yeah. half of them aren't even on. I know. I know. It's also it gets too warm. Treasure. It is. It's already pretty hot. I know. Yeah. Oh, we talk about always. this. It's a running oh, okay. theme of okay. this. Okay. I lose ten pounds every episode, but I yeah. gain it back the next day. <laughs> it's water weight. Um, the but dungeons are every. I mean, dungeons are all over New York City. By the way, I mean mm-hmm. they're not one. One is not too far from here. And uh, the funny thing about we we shot in an actual dungeon for a part of the show. Um, and the guy was like, you know, billions shoots here, and I was like, <laughs> oh wow, billions, cool. Yeah, he's like, yeah, they ran out the whole place for a week. So, and I was like, oh yeah, well, sorry, we're only here for like six hours. <laughs> um, so it's like he essentially it was like it was charity work for him that we were doing our <laughs> show there. Um, but uh, <laughs> every room, this particular dungeon, every room was themed. So you walked into one and it was a classroom. You uh-huh. walked into another one and it was like weird, like pan Indo Asia, China, da da da. I mean, it just had this kind of like red, you know, red sort of weird Indochini thing going on. And then um, there was another room that was like a, bar- a barbarian chamber, you know, oh like God. where you could put in the. Shash How many rooms is it? How big is this place? Uh, it was it's it's pretty big. How do they claim their taxes? How do they do their taxes? I I think that the 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 <laughs> it's, they don't. It, Who cares? Okay. okay. Well, I just did my taxes last night at midnight. So yeah, we'll, we'll. I filed for an extension yesterday at like noon. Mazel. Thank you. Well, better than what I usually do. It's fucking tax cuts from the for the rich didn't help you as a freelancer, did it? No, I mean, who knows? I just at this point you can pile on the it, money pile it. on the money yeah. whatever um i'm gonna die are you still friends with this woman <laughs> i am i am I yeah very much am. yeah is she yeah. was she like a consultant yes 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 i talked to her uh about the about the show um a lot and tiff the character that is that is based on our experience is very very different uh from her in mm-hmm. personality and in um sort of what happens to her in the world but uh the conceit the idea comes from our experience but yeah my friend is is an exceptional and intelligent and cool and badass person she she's, showed, is she still showed me a lot about the world she's not oh good yeah. i mean not good but yeah oh she's is she actually a grad student uh, yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. She so was she doing all that. Yeah, yeah that's that's great. Yeah, uh, I was like, I mean, I have to keep her like, kind of like, you know, in the dark. Hush, hush. Yeah, uh, yeah. She doesn't want people to know who she is. What's no, her social I, security I, I, per- I personally, I personally would like to keep that information just for her. If she wants to tell everybody who she is, that I think that that's really wonderful. But that is now yeah. there's going to be dominatrixes all over the city claiming that it's me. It's like it's Annie. It was me. It's like <laughs> I'm Annie's mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the locket. <laughs> oh, uh, fucked up. So we have a listener question. Uh, it's an interesting one. I read it. Oh, it's a short one. It's today. a short one, but it, it has the information. Sometimes they're very wordy. Oh, too yeah. wordy. So, okay. You want me to read it? Yeah. Hey, girls, I'm 20. <laughs> okay. It. Jealous. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm just slightly confused. So I'm with this couple, and we are in a poly relationship. He's 20? Yeah. I know. Wow. Kids are, kids are growing God. up quick. I know. I was, uh, crazy. Um, the guy wants to fuck, but I'm just not really comfortable with it because he has a lot of... Bush. Bush. 
Is it bad that I don't want to have sex with him when he has bush or am I just overthinking? I mean, well, everyone has their preferences in life, um, but I would say embrace the bush. I yeah, you are. O- yeah, you're yeah, overthinking. Who cares? Yeah. Honestly, like, wh- what do you want? Razor burn? Yeah. You're just going to like look at. It's not like you're going to have sex with him and be like staring at his yeah. pelvic region. I don't know. I, I and it probably tickle your asshole. I mean, like you should yeah. try it out. It's there for a reason. Do. Yeah, it's there for a reason. It's friction, you know. Otherwise, if everyone was bare, you'd be fucking chafing all over the place. Prickly. I don't think that's why. Yeah, I don't oh, think oh. that's why we have bush. I think it is why we have bush. I think it's for like warmth. No, well that right. and he, also friction. I don't know. Yeah, it's I'm friction. not a doctor. Well, I do think that we have like, uh, you know, we have been given models for what is beautiful and what is desirable, you know, um, through all of time. And Mm -hmm. Bush is somehow out of fashion. Everyone should look like they are 20. Um, (laughs) I know. That's probably a big uh, part of it. I think as you grow, you'll see that those things are um, uh, appealing and maybe your your, um, opinion and experience will change. Yeah. And also your hair is only going to get thicker down there. So. And thinner up there. So in. Enjoy yeah, yeah. You're gonna not want to. Great be hair. There. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So that's not a problem for you. Okay. No. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I think you would it's know. It yeah. starts. You know, like you, I I'm think, I think we're all fine. You're fine too. Think no, but my, my brothers are both bald. Mm. Uh, dad's bald. Both yeah. my grandfathers. Just but they all like did start young. I just hope you know. Just I don't premature have a gray for me. For me here. You know? No, yeah, the sides. That. The oh, sides I have so many. Gray. Oh well, gray. Like, you you cut it so short I, that it actually looks like the. I look like Polly from The Sopranos if I grow my hair out. Wow, yeah. really? I can just yeah. stick straight up. Is that <laughs> no, what Polly? No, Polly had like hair? the the like the skunk stripes. Oh, 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 oh on the side oh, of his sorry, head. I was thinking of Vin. I don't know. Oh my god, there's no way that that's yeah. True. It gets really fucking graphic. I don't believe that for one fucking second. It's true that you have white sides of your hair. Yes, <laughs> I think that's cool. We're looking at it right now. It's short, and it's not. Yeah, I know. Do you <laughs> not like that? I, I think it's fine. I'd, I, I would want it more speckled throughout. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, I like my, like, gray speckled. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, Bonding. Bonding <laughs> on Netflix. He likes his gray speckles. Watch Bonding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Yeah. Um, where else can we find you if these people see Bonding and they're um, obsessed? Honey. Uh, well, I'm on Barry on HBO. So heard of that. I've heard um, of it. And then I I um, ask for compliments via Instagram at mm. Ryder Doyle, and that's um, you know. Barry's coming else. back soon too. It's back. It's, it's back. back. It's We're back. back. We're back and and badder than ever. Yeah. And cooler than ever. Yeah. How's that, how's working on that show? I love it. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a dream job. I mean, you know, I've been in a good amount of things in my day, and uh, you know, to get a job is a great thing. To be a working actor, writer, director is an uh, an incredible thing. Um, but to be on something that is so good and that people really like and are interested in is pure luck. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful to be a part of the experience. And you know, with Bill and Henry, and uh, we just have an incredible cast i love bill hater me too what's cool about him uh, many things but i think it's interesting that he was an editor before he was yeah he was also a pa yeah 
he used to drive celebs around mm-hmm. um, to and from set. He's he's sort of done it all. And his big dream was always to be a director. And this is him fulfilling that dream. And he went about it in a pretty, um, a very successful but roundabout way. Um, and it's very cool to see someone yeah. living their dream. And he's so he's so great about it. Well, for you too. I mean, it's really amazing to be like, an openly gay man and making like a gay ish show. Yeah. A show about a gay guy and a girl and, and, and everyone and speaking to the themes of your show and the title of your show, but everyone on the show, um, is, is a little queer where they're, whether Mm. they admit to that or not, Mm -hmm. you know, sexuality is a spectrum and we try and explore that on, uh, on the show that what you love may not be necessarily what you, um, say who you say you are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Hey, thank you so much. It's fucking awesome. Out now. Come on. Watch watch it. it. Yeah. On Netflix. On Netflix. And what's your Instagram for these people? Just your name? Oh yeah. It's my name, but it's a weird spelling. R I G H T O R D O I L E. Like right. Or Doyle. Where'd you get that name from? Your parents? It's a family name. Yeah. Yeah. It's my great grandmother's maiden name. It's a good name. Bequeathed to me. It's a a good actor name. Yeah. How about it? I don't know. Yeah. There you go. It worked out for you. (laughs) Fucking thrilled. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. Yes. Thank thank you you so much. You Um, can find us at Everyone's Gay. Yeah. You can send your Bush questions. Yeah. Or you can email us at gayatbetches.com. Mm hmm. That's true. Bye. Bye. Batches.